This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everyone. Bohemia. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, surefoot. Emily Axford. Moonshine Zab and back at the gash and feeling like trash. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Caldwell Tanner. Beverly Togold the Fifth reunited with Erlen, and it feels so weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All your fault, really. Yeah, well. Uh, and then, of course, we've got returning guests, uh, Siobhan Thompson. Apple Scrumper, uh, I hit some things and now it's dead. Yes. <laughs> right on. Yeah. And of course, uh, Zakoyama. Oh, Mavericks the Unschooled. I'm covered in slime and having a real bright time. <laughs> <laughs> Great run. Got one. Beautiful. <laughs> Count it. All right, guys, let's do a little recap. So last week, you guys battled the Tarask, during which Moonshine was able to access a worldwide fungal network of elves using the Thinking Cap. She spoke to Cobb and found out that the Jubilix was attacking Iron Deep, then found out from Erdan that Akarat had triggered a trap to transport the entire city of Gladeholm to the middle of Osmodia. A dwarven mage sent by Cobb collected Mavris and Bev, who joined the fighters in Iron Deep. Sadly, Gunther was consumed by the Jubilix there, and even sadder, Erlen was still pissed at Bev. <laughs> Back in Frostwind, Moonshine was able to open a gate to the Fey Wild using the Thinking Cap, and Eladrin began pouring in. Hard One then protected the King of Frostwind by offering him the hammer, winning him the favor of the dwarves. Frustrated with trying to break the gas, Moonshine eventually set up a teleportation tree to send Eladrin to Osmodia to help. The tide of the battle was turning, but just as the Tarask was about to be killed, it managed to knock out Hard One, Cooter, and Balnor, but just as Balnor was about to be swallowed, Hard One was able to jump up and save him, separating the beast's jaw with Yay, his baby. ungodly strength. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And that's so where we are now. 
The Tarask is dead. The Eladrin army is pouncing on the approaching Frost Orc army. You remember they were marching towards you, looking to come in after the hollow body giants did most of the dirty work, but the Eladrin are swarming them. It looks like the Orcish army isn't even going to make it. Can we get these? These Orcs are more intelligent, right? Yeah, certainly. Let's grab one. Sweet. Um, Moonshot. Right? It's been a while since we've taken someone hostage. Got some answers. You guys uh, start running off towards the orcs, but we are actually going to cut over to Iron Deep cool. um, mm. because um, things are a little bit more dire over there at the moment. Mm-hmm. So we cut back to Iron Deep. You guys are in this castle. Everyone has been covered in this goo that is restraining you. You guys have already seen this thing consume Gunther, who is knocked out. Uh, Red was acting very emotionally and was trying to reach in and grab Gunther and burning himself. Erlen had to pull him back and heal him. Everybody's doing okay health-wise in Iron Deep, but so is the Jubilix. Uh, at the top of the round, that is Cobb and Egwene's turn. You see uh, Egwene goes, pull! Uh, Cobb throws the potion. Egwene takes a shot uh, and hits. That is a big 37 damage. You see this potion starts to like um, slope right in front of the Jubilix. The arrow hits it. There's this explosion of lightning energy that lights up the whole ooze. The trick is to accept that she's cooler than you, Cobb. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Bev, you see as um, Egwene is standing up and um, shooting her arrows that she has all of these pouches with uh, potions and things like that. It looks like uh, she really took to alchemy. Uh, Moonshine at one point gave her some poison to put on her arrows, and she has thrived. (gasps) I was the scrumper to her. You were the scrumper. (laughs) Oh, we're all touching each other's lives. Um, That is the Jubilix's lair action. Um, You see it begins to bubble again and sizzle and lets out this strange green mist that fills the room. Everyone um, is under the effect of the contagion spell. Even if we're immune to poison? It is a disease, so it is not poison. So um, Bev, it does not affect you, but you see everyone else around you. Um, let me actually see Erlen. Erlen is an NPC, so his immunities and stuff are different. Mm. Um, he does not have immunity to disease. Um, you see he starts like retching and oh, coughing no. and Red starts coughing. Um, Cobb and Egwene look super affected. Um, you also uh, have the disease Mavis right now, Mavris. Okay. You're coughing, you're Ma- retching. Oh, this I fucking hate. Girl. Today girl. sucks. <laughs> uh, at the end of everybody's turn, you make constitution saving throws. If you fail three times, you get flesh rot, and that means you are um, susceptible to all damage. You take double damage. Every hit is a crit. Um, that you, was not a spell, though, right? Uh, no, it was okay. like a lair action. Okay. Um, that is your turn, Mavris. You're surrounded by green mist. Everything smells like shit. Uh, there's a teen boy <laughs> who thinks you're dating his friend. Uh, a bear just died in a really sad way. Uh, and you're sick. All right, we need to clear the air in a lot of ways. I I really should ask some more questions before coming through. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, aim another sunbeam at it, okay. which is concentration for a spell I've already had. Mm-hmm. And then as a, a bonus action, uh, I'm going to use a fireball with quicken spell Hell at yeah. a fifth yeah. level. So, Jesus. Uh, yeah, beam with one hand, and then you just chuck a ball of fire <laughs> at this thing. Hell. Ah, 
yeah. just screaming. I'm picturing <laughs> the worst like day ever. a Michael Jordan silhouette of you right yeah. now, Maverick, just with like wings and like sunshine and uh, flames coming from your hands. Kids. As Erlen slowly shuts up. <laughs> hey, Erlen, make a poster of this. <laughs> I still have sunglasses on. <laughs> okay, so Sunbeam is uh, 6d8. Yikes. Um, that's a fail. It's going to burn another legendary resistance. Uh. 28, halved to 14. Okay. So uh, that's that's just the sunbeam. A fifth level fireball is going to be uh, 8d6 plus, two lev- plus 2d6. Jesus. Uh, 17 to pass. That's my that's my spell Okay, save. so it passes. So okay. it'll take half can of I this. Use, can I use uh, uh, another three points? to make it have disadvantage. Uh, yes. Wow. Hell yeah. It fails. 15 okay. on that one. Shit. Um, <laughs> fuck, I guess it'll burn another, it's last legendary resistance. It's out. Okay, fine. Okay, so it'll take half of this. <laughs> okay, great. Fine. 45. 45, Woo-hoo! and then you have it to Okay, the, uh, 22, yeah. Okay. This thing does not look as hardy or hail. <laughs> or hail. <laughs> As the terrasque. Does look like soup, though. Mm, delicious. <laughs> um, it is. Uh, oh, at the end of your turn, go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. Okay. As you retch. That was a nat one. Yikes. <clears throat> okay, with a nat one, uh, you fail, and you begin to feel the flesh rot um, taking over your body. You start getting real itchy in a bad way. It's like when uh, <laughs> it's supposed yeah. to being itchy in a good way. Yeah. You know how you like you to be itchy sometimes. <laughs> hey Bev, you don't ha- you can't cure a disease, can you? I actually can. Don't worry about it. I have a cleansing touch I can do on you. I gotta go to the doctor if you know what I mean. <laughs> Ooh. Um, that is the Jubilex's turn. You're looking flaky. On this turn, it's gonna do some acid lash attacks. You see um, it swings uh, with a big gooey appendage at Bev. Bring it. 21 to hit. That is my armor class, so that hits. That hits, yep. okay. So first attack hits, second attack is a nat one, Aha. third attack is a 22, so that's gonna hit. Mm. Bev, that is 49 damage total. Oh, I'm looking so hurt. <laughs> you oh look. Guy, you have like two hit points, Once right? again, yeah. Truly that good so hurt. is propping you up. <laughs> Thank you, Cooter. Can you look at your own? <laughs> I already did today. Yeah, he did today. Um, that is your turn, Bev. All right, um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, cure wounds myself because I just need to like bolster myself a little bit. Okay. Um, so I'll do that at a, ooh, um, a third level. Sweet. Just try and get myself really high up so that Erlen can focus on other people maybe. Um, and then I will, as a bonus action, uh, cast Shield of Faith on Erlen. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, you see it shimmering. Uh, what, is, what does it look like? You used to make it look like your face. <laughs> oh. oh, gosh. Uh, you know, it looks like a. Uh, it looks like two green teen leaves next to each other. He looks at the shimmering shield around him, then shoots you a look and gives you a nod. Let's get through this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I heal myself for a whopping 13 points. Yikes. Oh, this is not great. Look out. Um, and so that puts me at 15 points of HP. Cool, cool, cool. Shit, brutal. Um, this thing is going to whip down at the end of your turn and try to knock you out. Uh, that is a 30 to hit. That is 20 damage that time. I'm down. 
Brutal. Bev goes down. Erlen reaches out as he's collapsing. Dude, no! That is Red's turn. Red is going to hold his reaction. You see at the end of Red's turn, the Jubilix is going to use a legendary action to go to like encase Bev to pull him in. And you see Red jumps in front of him. You're not taking him too! Uh, Red jumps in front of him um, and you see the ooze like (laughs) catches him. Uh, And he's not pulled in yet, um, but he is like caught in the goo of the Jubilix. That is Erlen's turn. Fuck it, Erlen is going to use his fifth level spell. What? No. Is this heal? Oh, wait, no. Mask your wounds? He's going to mask your wounds. Yeah, baby, I was saving that for where I was. Oh, my guy's so strong. Okay, Erlen heals everyone for uh, 20 20 points. At the end of the round, we haven't really been dealing with this guy. You guys saw the Dwarven Mage. Um, He said his name was Maz O'Thule, who took you guys there. Uh, Suddenly you guys hear um, explosions from deeper within Iron Deep, and you hear him go... There are Dwarger hollow bodies attacking the city. If you all can handle this, I'm going to go help there. I'll be back with more members of my guild if I can find any. Please. <laughs> you see, he, he disappears. From a Mav to a Maz, please. <laughs> that is the end of the round. We are going to go back to Frostwind. So yeah. we were talking about you guys running towards orcs. We got to save some people's lives here. We are still in initiative. Yeah. Cooter is knocked out. Yeah. Balnor is completely knocked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys see the um, Frost Dwarves are celebrating. Like to them, they don't know that like Cooter and Balnor can be saved. To them, they've just seen a bunch of knights get killed and everything. So to them, they're just like, the battle's over. They start, like, these little guys start trying to hoist hard one up. Tall dwarf, tall dwarf, tall dwarf, I got two two berries in my pocket. I need you to feed me. Don't say I have two berries in my pocket. (laughs) Everyone starts laughing hysterically. (laughs) Two berries in his pocket. Very funny, man. This dude fucking rules. He killed the freaking Thorask and he makes jokes about his balls, man. That that is Balnor's turn. Balnor makes a death save. What? Um, passes. Turn. That is Cooter's turn. Cooter with like a crooked, broken back on the ground. I hate my life. Cooter, I'm going to get you out of this mess. Uh, that's a 10. Cooter is, Cooter is Yeah, Cooter. Cooter Bare is minimum fine. to succeed. Uh, Moonshine, that is your turn. All right, y'all. Gather around. We're doing a mask your wounds. We're having a little mirror of what's going on there. Right on. 18. Thank you. Thank you. Cooter pops back up. I still feel better than I've ever felt in my life from that breakfast. You see, he, he does he does a um, Shawn Michaels kick up from the snow, uh, and his back just snaps back into place. Well, I'm glad I came, I guess. My God, that was cool. <laughs> Don't worry, Cooter. I'll teach you how to cook like that. Uh, yeah, you see, um, as Moonshine uh, is healing everyone up, uh, the dwarves are all gathering around Hard One. Um, King Coldane uh, reaches his hand up. He can't reach your shoulder, so he like grabs your arm and he goes, "Thank you, son of Moradin. We would have been lost without you. We would have been lost without all of you. 
turns to all of you guys. We're all a bunch of misfits here. Glad we can defend the city together. Uh, ain't that right? Uh, starts laughing. Did you hear my Goodberry bit? <laughs> I thought it was very funny. That was hilarious. Um, hard one. As you're talking to King Coldane, go ahead and give me perception or insight check. Twenty-two. Whoa. Okay. Um, this dude needs to roll a nat 20 to be as sneaky as he'd like to be. Uh-oh. Hard one. As you're laughing with King Coldane and the other dwarves, you see he had this one Kingsguard with him, this dude that had goggles on. You see, um, it's hard to see his hands because, like, there's so many people around and everybody's gathering around you and talking and slapping each other on the back. And so saying good berries in the, in, the, the, in the thing is that it represents... <laughs> so that's so funny. All right, I was going to say. You see this dude has pulled out this knife that is um, uh, dark with necrotic energy and goes up to stab King Coldane with it. And I, you, you see it. All right, sweet. <laughs> Can I sock him in the face? Uh, yeah, go ahead and make a grapple check against him. Not today. 18. 18. Hard one. You sock this dude in the face. Oh, instantly break his nose. He staggers back. You grab his wrist and start wrestling him for the knife. You see the other frost dwarves around Coldane all start reacting. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They all tackle this dude and pile on, and they're quickly able to subdue him and disarm him. They get the knife away. This guy obviously had no sense of humor. <laughs> I rip off his uh, mask, the yeah. goggles. Hollow body. You rip off the goggles. He has eyes. This is not mm. one of Akarot's. Bitch. Can I sniff him for a scent <laughs> of sour milk? <laughs> and Papa would like to do it as well with his keen sense of smell. Open that satchel. I'm going to say Papa's canteen. You and Papa are going to run up and try to yeah. sniff it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, go ahead and sniff this man. Out of the way, y'all. I'm going to sniff this man. <laughs> Do a uh, perception check. Do a smell check. <laughs> oh, this is my perception. 18. Pawpaws? Okay, I actually did better than Pawpaw. <laughs> 18. 18? Smells like milk. <gasps> oh. You got beef with Theala, Coldane? I got lots of beef with Theala. Well, I think she's the one that sent you this present. You see, suddenly the assassin starts thrashing and yelling. What do you think will happen after all of this? King Coldane does not keep us safe. We need to work with the Allah. King Coldane and a whole bunch of your brethren just killed the goddamn Tarask, you moron. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure everything kept you safe until you worked it with is the not Allah. Over. You'd be a lot safer right now if you didn't work with the Allah. Only tell the you light that. can save us. You oh, really? Dis- it, you don't really think the that's safe. Dairy industry. <laughs> <laughs> also a good point. I, I go completely silent. <laughs> King Coldane goes, Normally, I would do the execution, but uh, you see, they kick his legs out. Uh, and hold them down uh, in front of uh, uh, Moonshine and Apple Scrumper. Scrumper, will you do the honors? I would love to. Thank you so much. Uh, Looks at you. Praise the Allah. Praise this bitch. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, I want to grab his good berries and twist him. I don't want that to be his last (laughs) word. Oh, my nuts, my berries, no. My berries, I I take it back. He had a a sense of humor. My little berries. 
I stab him in the dick and so oh, make him bleed out. Fucking dick, my berries, my dick and berries. No. Uh, may the scribe please record that uh, that his last words were my little berries. Maverick so doesn't know why, but he starts laughing. <laughs> just in, in poison smoke, just coughing. Huh. Uh, sweet. Um, so yeah, you guys um, thwart this assassin. Uh, everybody is celebrating, but everybody kind of quickly goes back to business. Uh, you see the Aladrin begin to arrive, um, and Moonshine, you hear uh, the voice, uh, the seer, talking through the crown go, Asmodia is still in danger. All right, we're heading right there. I got a plant that's going to take us there. It may look humble, but it's far-reaching. Um, this mass of Aladrin starts transporting through this tree. I think ideally they're just dropping from the sky and into the tree and just disappearing. <laughs> so it's like a... <laughs> Where do you Letting. need us? It looks like the dinosaur is already taken care of. Everyone into the tiny tree. All right. Faye this way. Faye this way. <laughs> Faye this way. Faye this way. Uh, you see the Aladrin uh, start um, pouring through this um, port key. Let's cut back to the Jubilix. Red is in danger, Bev is in danger, you are all fighting this giant, massive, sizzling ooze with dozens of bloodshot eyes that has taken over this throne room. At the start of the round, that is Cobb and Egwene's turn. Uh, you see Cobb chucks a potion and Egwene is going to shoot. That is a big 23 to hit. She strikes the potion and you see the Jubilix is shocked by this bolt of lightning energy. It takes a big 34 damage. At the end of their turn, it is going to take a legendary action. Uh, it is already encased red. It is going to shoot out a gooey appendage and connect to him. So he's in a lot of danger. And then that is its lair action next. I'm gonna need everybody to go ahead and give me a dex saving throw. I'm gonna use my reaction to add my plus three. Uh, Bev, you hold up your shield. Only got a seven. Yikes. Let's see. Oh, uh, 19. Okay. Oh, wait, plus four. So, Jesus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, everybody who's up in the Jubilix mix mm -hmm. um, gets your plus four. J -j Jubilix mix. Erlen still fails. Ugh. Red has disadvantage because he's in the gunk, and he fails as well. Uh, you see a bloated dwarven corpse comes out from within the Jubilix um, and explodes and sprays acid all over you guys. Uh, you take half of it, Bev. Um, so half of 37 uh, is going to be just 18. I'm still up. Barely. Cobb and Egwene are under cover, so they're going to roll with advantage. Um, they both pass, but they take half. Oh, also, at the end of their turns, um, these guys are going to see if they get any oh, yeah. flesh rot. Um, and both of their flesh rot gets worse. Cobb and Egwene's. Hey, is anybody else feeling itchy? I am definitely yeah, feeling itchy. Yeah, super itchy. itchy really yeah. itchy, right? Hold on. I have some creams. I have Benadryl. Does anyone need Benadryl? I need a shot of penicillin right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you had Benadryl, you should have told us. I'm sorry. I forgot about the Benadryl. There's a lot going on. Oh, Erlen did not roll either. He's going to roll for his flesh rot. Shout out to the two crew. Oh, Erlen. That is Mavris's turn. Mavris, you feel real bad. Bev, I don't know what to do. I think uh, I think I just need to keep smacking this thing. Keep smacking the goo. Uh, 
Another sunbeam, another fifth level fireball. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, if he can, why not? Run through this legendary resistance. Yeah. <laughs> He's got no more. That's true. Sunbeam is 68, so that's coming out. I think it's coming out of my chest like a Care Bear. Okay. <laughs> Blast him, Mav. Show less of your chest, though. Never. <laughs> 30 past its con save, so it takes half. It takes 15. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to do fireball at a fifth level. <sighs> Mavis is good. Yeah. yeah. I love sorcerers. Come on, Mavis. Erlen's just very mm. serious. This dude's really good. Thanks for bringing him down. <laughs> no problem. I understand it's awkward, but like, seriously, check this guy out. I really like the shield that you gave me. <laughs> I have to prove myself to the new people I'm surrounded with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the shield went down when I died, by this the one. way. Oh, wow. Oh, this shit. Comes okay. Actually so really bad. 35. Jesus. Okay. Make deck save. That's 11, baby. He takes the whole thing. Yeah! Woo! Ah! <laughs> <I'm> just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Just eyeballs all focused on Mavericks, so mad and sizzling. <laughs> Do they um, get even redder? Uh, they get super red. Um, I okay. have eye drops, and I'm not going to use them. <laughs> eye drops and Benadryl. Damn, what did you bring? Uh, at the <laughs> end of Mavericks' turn, this thing is going to use its last legendary action. It is going to try to pull red in. Even if red fails, he just takes acid damage from the inside. He does not auto die. Mm -hmm. um, you only disintegrate if you're unconscious. Um, so red is going to do a strength saving throw. He doesn't have great strength. Oh, do you need to do a con save? Oh yeah, do oh, a con yeah. save Damn. at the end of your turn, Matters. I remembered and I didn't say anything. <laughs> I want to break. 28. Um, great. Really good. Good oh. job. So my constitution is plus 10 because I have plus three to constitution. Okay. Plus I have, uh, I'm proficient in it from resilience uh, for constitution, which gives me my proficiency bonus, which is five. Okay. So that's eight. And then my staffs give me plus two to all of my saving throws. Yeah, Hell, so baby. I have plus 10 so to good. constitution. Math, math, um, math. 28, yeah. baby. What's so your that staff called? The Staff of Power. <laughs> Classic, cool. but I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> that is one in the win column for Mavris. So I'm one and one. So you're one and one, baby. Oh, uh, in fighting the rash. It's just <laughs> the ooze rash. You're just uh, like I hate maybe, this goddamn ooze rash. Hey, hey cop, ain't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, here, put a sock over your hand. Do not scratch it. You're going to make it worse. <laughs> you oh, hear God. red from inside the goo. <laughs> Me and Gunther one time, we got the ooze rash. And we were going gambling at Smuggler's Bounty. We were getting wild. I want to hear about this story. We all it got the ooze so rash. inappropriate. Um, <laughs> it's totally not okay to say to kids, and I'm going to say it. Tell it. Tell it. Um, tell it loud. Uh, at the end of um, Mavericks' turn, it's going to take its last lair action of the round and attempt to pull Red in. Um, Red is not incapacitated, so he'll just take acid damage at the beginning of his turn and be restrained unless somebody pulls him out. Is he um, close enough to get my aura? He is close enough to get your aura. Um, it's a DC mix. 21, and he does not have a good plus to strength. Let me look at red stats right now. He has a plus zero. Come on, Teen Grease versus Monster Goo. That is just a 20. Oh, um, so you do see damn. he is pulled into the monster. He will take damage on his turn. That is the Jubilix's turn. The Jubilix mm. is going to uh, swing forward. At our boy Bev here. That's only a 17 to hit. That misses. Yeah. Misses Please on keep the first missing. attack. Uh, that's a 30 to hit. That's going to hit. Oh, um, 20 okay. damage. Yep, I'm down again. Okay, you guys see Lord. Bev goes down. Uh, it takes its third attack against Erlen. 
That is 19 to hit Erlen, and that hits him. That does a big 20 damage to him. Man, y'all at home should see the sick smile on Murph's face. I love <laughs> it's so twisted and I big. I love hitting. <laughs> He's grinching out over there. It's so wild. You're down. I'm down. Okay. Bev goes down. Um, that is Bev's turn. Bev, go ahead and give me a death saving throw. I'd love to, sir. It's that time again, folks. Wow. At least we're continuing the episode this time. Oh, that's a 19. So close. Okay. But uh, that is a save. That is a pass. At the end of Bev's turn, this thing is going to use a legendary action to lash out at Erlen. Um, verbally says some really mean stuff to him. What? Um, and does, what is it with you and teens? <laughs> does, Goodness. Does a big 30 damage. Hey, Erlen's got pretty thick skin. I think he can take it. <laughs> Starts freaking out. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going through a lot. His <laughs> voice cracks even more than normal. Who do I save? My father figure or my boyfriend? <laughs> he called me his boyfriend. Um, and I'm dead. Did not hear it. That is... Red's turn, at the beginning of Red's turn, he takes 38 acid damage. You see him struggling, trying to get out, but this thing is just eating him alive. And then at the end of his turn, the Jubilix is going to take a legendary action. Uh Swings at Erlen. It hits him for 20. Erlen is looking pretty messed up. Red is looking very messed up. I don't like it. And then it is Erlen's turn. Erlen sees... Mavericks, you are just part of this like emotional thing where like you just don't know any of these people. It's like <laughs> being at somebody else's wedding. <laughs> Mavericks is just nodding a lot. <laughs> it's a yeah. nice toast. I feel it. I feel, I feel all of this a lot and I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, you see he's kind of not... Erlen, can you, uh, can you get... Erlen, I'm Mavris. Hey, I'm Erlen. Can you get Bev? I can get Bev, but then, but then Red's gonna die too. I can get Red if you can get Bev. Uh, you see, he looks at you with this like extremely serious face. Um, you see his like eyes are welling up, and he goes, "Thanks for not making me choose, man." Uh, you got it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still wearing the sunglasses? Yeah. You see, I don't think you see Egwene, should... Egwene pops up. Did you just do a fucking full house quote, dude? <laughs> I don't even know you. <laughs> I don't even you know from? you. What's your deal? How rude. I'm Mavericks. Wait a minute. What's up? <laughs> uh, look, I just, I, I'm here to kick ass, okay? Cool, <laughs> good, whatever. Don't be mad at me. Yeah. Because you're in a room I'm with 19. A Okay. Just <laughs> uh, getting that out there. Erlen is going to um, rush over to you, Bev. Um, puts his hand behind your head. Um, puts his hand on your chest, and he is going to do a fourth level cure wounds. Um, <gasps> let's hope I roll. Better oh, give me this them time. good rolls. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah, that is a big. 35 health. Nice. Uh, Thank you. To our friend Bev here. Um, as I pop up, I look at him and say, I know now's not the time, but I read the journal. And I know you don't need to hear this from me, but you're cool as hell, dude. Shut up, dude. <laughs> uh, he goes and he uh, gives you a kiss as oh. Red's just there. He's like, I am fucking dying Let's here, kiss. I'm fucking dying here. 
at the uh, end of the round, we are going to cut back to Frostwind. What are you guys doing now? How are you guys healing up? Uh, I mean, I think I gotta tune into the thinking cap and see what's going on. I mean, we got a bunch of Fey getting dispatched. You know, basically one every second dropping in, going. To- <laughs> 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 uh, so I think I should tune into the thinking cap and see what's up. Okay, Moonshine, you tune into the thinking cap. You're able to transport yourself to Osmodia, but you are in this strange fungal network. So all of the landscape is just outlined to you. You can't fully see what's going on. You do see some magical items though, like magic appears to you. And the main thing you see are these giant chains. There are four of them uh, that are hooked into the floating city of Gladeholm, almost like giant versions of what a pirate would use to get onto another boat. So Gladeholm is literally tethered to Osmodia. This appears to be some magical means by which Osmodia is keeping Gladeholm here. Gladeholm can't teleport away. Uh, You see this um, bubble around the city, though. It looks like Erdan's shield is still holding. But you also see orcs trying to get into it. Uh, You can see orcs because they have elven blood. They're basically corrupted elves. You see they appear as these gray twisted figures and they're crawling up the bubble, crawling up this shield. Thousands of them like ants on rotted food. Uh, you can see the spectral forms of elves within Gladehome and Eladrin joining them. You can hear their thoughts. You hear a lot of anxiety. Uh, it looks like with the Eladrin, they're better off, but they're still surrounded. And it seems like at the very least, they'll need your help. What do y'all think about heading through that plant? Elves are my people just as much as the dwarves are. Let's do it. All right. (laughs) I have some mud borders to lead. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, You see, as... as, Are you covered in shit? (laughs) Yeah, isn't it great? (laughs) As you guys are uh, gathering up and getting ready to go into the tree and the Eladrin are running in, um, Coldane um, runs over to you guys and he goes, where are we needed? You're needed in Gladeholm, which is currently tethered to Osmodia. This Uh, humble plant that I have referenced several several times (laughs) will take you there. Uh, You see uh, Coldane turns to um, all the frost dwarves who are all kind of just like celebrating. They're all, um, you know, some of them are mourning people that they lost. A lot of them are just super exhausted. And Coldane turns to them and he goes, Hey, these people just saved this city. They want us to help save another city. So us dwarves are going to go to this weird tree thing. Help, help me out here, man. I uh, call the endurance hard one. You were, you were on the right yeah, track. Yeah, you yeah, do, yeah. The dwarves are headed to this weird tree thing. <laughs> Fade away. <laughs> this way to the fey. <laughs> fey this way. What did it say? Don't uh, delay. Whichever, whichever gets them moving, honestly. <laughs> whichever they seem more excited about. Hey, you know what? These guys have bigger berries than any other elf I've ever seen. <laughs> Let's go through that weird tree thing. <laughs> See, everyone starts cheering. Berries, berries. My jaw trembles and a tear rolls down my cheek. <laughs> uh, you guys see the frost dwarves join you guys as you go through the port key. Let's cut back 
to the Jubilix. Red has been consumed by this giant monster and is still struggling to escape. Bev and Erlen are taking serious damage at the top of the order. That is Cobb and Egwene. Egwene shoots. Uh, that is a nat one, but she is a halfling. She is lucky. Lots of halflings in this campaign. That's a nat 20. Yeah! Good so lord. Cool. Um, her and Cobb do a total of... Oh my god, I combined their attacks to make this easy for me, but it also means that when they crit, they do so much damage. Heck yeah. <laughs> she did 70 damage. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. You see this thing explodes and a huge chunk of it breaks off. I should have stayed dead. They got this. Um, Dude, we absolutely don't. <laughs> I was joking. I was trying to keep it light. Sorry. Yay, everybody keep it loud, all right? <laughs> we got to remember to laugh. Everyone remember remember to laugh. Cobb, you're crying. Uh, this guy's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mavericks gets it. Uh, I honestly don't. <laughs> at the end of Cobb and Egwene's turn. Yeah, but you're faking it real good. Um, Cobb and Egwene both pass their um, flesh rot thing. They itch. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to like it. it kinda, it's kind of fun to have an itch to scratch. It's like, <laughs> it is, yeah. oh, it's like being addicted to tobacco, which is fine. <laughs> Everybody knows. You're so red. <laughs> he, he starts smoking, and it starts a small fire. <laughs> Smoking's bad, guys. We can use that. That's like a fireball. At the end of Cobb and Egwene's turn, it's going to take an acid lash at Erlen. That is mm. a natural one. Mrs. Erlen whips at him, um, but the power of love stops him. Um, <laughs> you guys just like duck to make out, and the um, goo uh, gets yeah, over we his do. Um, I put my hand in his back pocket. <laughs> hey, you motherfuckers, get me out of the goddamn goo. I'm it hurts so fucking bad in here. I got bits of my fucking best friend in here. God damn it. Um, Mavericks, it's your turn. I forgot to check in on this. Am I restrained still? You are restrained. Okay. Can I use my sunbeam to blow off the stuff that's restraining me? I would allow Dang. that. Yes. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Just, you know, just like a pressure washer <laughs> right on, blasting uh, slime off myself. Sweet. Uh, okay, I'm going to run and jump into the slime and grab red. <laughs> and then I'm going to use a quicken spell to thunder step out. Yeah! Oh. Jesus red. Christ, that's so rad. Um, okay, go ahead and give me acrobatics or athletics check. You can do it no matter what, but if you are fast enough, I won't take. You won't take any damage. Okay. Or you could do like an Arcana check or something. The idea being that like the magic protects you as you like just make the minimal amount of contact to be able to save red. Very funny for uh, for me to be be able to choose between Arcana Athletics and choose Athletics. <laughs> Dude, you're on the Ultimate Frisbee team. Yes. I uh, don't really know what any of this is, but I can do it. Uh, okay, so that would be 17. That is actually going to fail, okay. but hmm. Mavericks, you take 19 damage okay. of acid damage. As you reach in, you grab red, um, you thunder step, you slam your foot down and stomp, and um, lightning comes out, and you and him disappear. You appear holding this gooey rat man who's just dying and sizzling in your arms. Fuck, absolutely fuck my life. <laughs> hey, man, I don't know what you are, but I didn't want you to die. I fucking love you, dude. Are you a pet or? <laughs> I'm a goddamn rat man. <laughs> Enough said, right? Yeah. I put the sunglasses on. 
Thank you. That makes. Oh, sense. and Thunderstep is three d ten. Yeah, Thunderstep is damage. Um, does he make a deck save or anything? Constitution save. Thunderstep is dimension door, but with damage. Shout That's out so to the two crew. Um, does not pass his Constitution save. Erlen, your rat dad's so cool. I love how much he swears. That's yeah, he's rat as hell. Only thirteen damage. Ain't um, no only in a battle like this. And I'm like gonna this? gonna land behind like behind Egwene. And, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You get and, like uh, behind those guys. Those guys. Oh, hey, it's the other guy with the itch. You got Uzi itch, right? Ah, uh, pretty bad. And speaking of, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I gotta roll for it. Yeah, roll for it. Twenty-eight again. Nice. Yes. Uh, Less itchy every day. Hey, man, <laughs> I've I've powered through things like this. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> If we get through this, I can heal everyone with the holy power of Benadryl and Pelor's light combined into some sort of super goo. Uh, but for now, I think we should focus on killing this thing. Sweet. Um, Erlen actually forgot to um, roll. Oof. His flesh rot, his <laughs> ooze rash uh, gets worse. Um, that is the Jubilix's turn. Our guy. It's our guy, baby. It's our goopy guy. Our goopy guy. This dude, um, you see it opens like a false um, gooey maw and starts spitting up acid at Erlen. Erlen is going to go ahead and make a deck save. He fails. Can I use my reaction to like shield him? I will. Can I like toss my shield Captain America style? I will tell you right now that he rolled poorly enough that it will not help. Um, But I will say that like you get up and try to shield him and Erlen pushes you down out of the way. I don't need you to save me, dude. Covered in this (laughs) acid ooze, instantly knocked down, super hurt. You see he falls back um, and this green gunk begins to crawl on him like it did Gunther. That is... Your turn, Bev. Okay. Um, how is Erlen looking? Erlen is knocked the fuck out. He's out. Yes. <sighs> Nobody else can heal here. All right. I gotta. Erlen's our healer. I gotta get him back up. Um, I'm gonna go to him. Maverick is uh, doing massive damage with his uh, sunbeams and firebolts, so I'm not worried about that. I'm gonna run over to Erlen, just like old times. Gonna take out uh, my two hands, clap them together, warm them up. Touch hands, my boy. <laughs> you touch hands, your boy. Uh, he, you do a touch. He finishes hands with yeah. you in tandem. Hands! hands! <laughs> um, he pops back up. Uh, how much are you going to heal him for? 15, so I have five left. Sweet. He pops back up. Two. 15. That is Red's turn. Red. Please don't get in there. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go back in there, but at the same time, the kids, Roche, right? Yeah. I, if next turn, I could do something, but I don't know if we can have that much time. Yeah, I jumped in that goo monster once before, and it sucked so bad, truly. I, I Yeah. I, I did, too. All right, I'm just going to throw a knife at him. Okay. <laughs> hey, kids, watch out. I'm throwing a fucking knife. Oh! Um, Red just tosses a knife haphazardly. Um, he absolutely misses. How is their group yeah. so much cooler than he ours? He missed. <laughs> he missed. It's huge, dude. <laughs> well, you see, it just like eats his knife. It's just like he didn't oh. throw it. It didn't hit an eye. It just like hit goop. It's just like throwing a toothpick at some jello. She's like, okay, yeah, you, you did that, I guess. At the end of Red's turn, this thing is going to take an acid lash attack at Bev as a legendary action. 21 to hit. <sighs> that hits. 17 damage. Okay, I'm still up. You stay up, baby. That is Erlen's turn. Erlen is going to hold his 
turn to see kind of where he's needed. He just looks around. He's got like a healing spell ready. You just see like one glowing gauntleted hand. That is back up to Cobb and Egwene, the dream team. Pull! Uh, Cobb throws the potion. That is a natural 17. That is a 26 total. They do a big 30 damage to this thing. Yeah, yeah. This thing is looking extremely messed up at the end of Cobb and Egwene's turn, though. It is going to lash forward at Erlin. Um, It hits Erlin. You see Erlin goes down. Erlin just gets hit by a uh, big, slimy hand. No! Um, Gets cracked and uh, flies back. Um, That is Mavris' turn. Okay. Are you going to throw a knife, dude? (laughs) Don't throw a fucking knife, man! Can I I have a knife later (laughs) if I make it through this? Yes. You can have goddamn whatever you want, man. All right. Sunbeam and then a level four... (gasps) My last two sorcery points to quicken spell fireball at a level four. Okay. 26. Uh, 26. Mavris. Finish this. Yeah! Okay. <laughs> Mavris sees these these two boys in love and, and, and with his Care Bear power, shoots the sunbeam out of his chest. He rips his sunglasses back from red and puts them back on. <laughs> <laughs> And then actually takes a knife from Red and throws it in the air, just, <laughs> just because. Whoa, those uh, are collectors. Yes, love is love. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just quote Lin Manuel Miranda? Is love, and just uh, shoots a sunbeam at the, the Jubilix. Jesus Christ, uh, you shoot this beam of uh, red hot light, uh, hits this thing, and it begins to melt away <laughs> as, you, as you give an insane speech that you took from someone who does not exist in this world. <laughs> I just made that up. Mavris loves That's the amazing. Tony That's amazing. That's so inspiring. You see old yes. Cobb is sobbing. That's fucking beautiful, man. God damn it. I'm Mavericks. (laughs) You might be unschooled, but your heart is so wise. Did I make an impression, everybody? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you fry this thing. Um, uh, The rest of the goop um, falls and sizzles and disappears. It like melts away all of the stuff that it um, lands on, but it is no longer sentient. Um, So it just plops over immediately. Egwene runs over um, and uh, she runs up to you, Bev. She puts her hand on your shoulder uh, and then she leans down and she pours a potion in um, Erlen's mouth. You see Erlen pops up and he starts coughing. Oh, hey, everyone. Uh, anyone that's afflicted with uh, the contagion, I cleansing touch them. Oh, can I roll just to see if I beat it of my own free will? Yeah. <laughs> 19, I beat oh, it. I beat it. <laughs> Get away from me. I don't need I, it. My immunity is Just so... Me, okay. I've, I've basically great. gotten the flu <laughs> shot for this. Did you Did you beat Uzich on your own, man? Tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell my tale. Um, everybody gets over their... Um, he quoted Lin-Manuel Miranda. And... <laughs> 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 Beat Uzich on his own. <laughs> He's a Is legend. There a bard here? Come on, someone make a song. 
bastard orphan. <laughs> um, you guys um, all catch your breath. You look around. You see this destroyed castle. You see the decaying remains of all these guards that like tried to help. Um, and you do hear fighting throughout the city. Um, and as you guys like try to catch your breath, um, and you see Red is kind of staring forward, obviously very upset that um, he lost Gunther. Uh, you see Maz, um, this little wizard dwarf guy, suddenly appears in the doorway, and he goes, There's trouble at the dwarfenage. They can't defend themselves. They don't have enough guards. We're there. All right. Uh, follow me. Um, and he runs out. You guys take off after him. Um, we're going to cut back over to the other team. Hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they have the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. You guys appear in Gladeholme by the Silver Tree outside of Gladeholme Castle. You're with Frost Dwarves and Aladrin. You see orcs are trying to get in. They're climbing the barrier. Mages and archers are getting ready to fire on them. Others are running to the front lines and preparing for them to get through the barrier. It's kind of like the bubble in Esri looking out. Um, you can see outside, but everything looks kind of blurry, but you see the outlines of the 
fallen city with crumbling towers and buildings. Actually, you know what? Let's go ahead and do a pure luck check. Uh, we'll say 10 or higher, and the barrier is still up when you guys get here. If you get any lower, then it'll just be chaos as soon as you show up. Who's rolling it? Who's rolling it? <laughs> Not me. I've been rolling like shit. Th that's why you're fucking due. Yeah. Yeah, you got out your pirate rolls. Now it's time. Yeah. All right. I've been rolling too good. What's going to end? 19! Yeah. Finally, 19, a 19 the shear, is useful. The shield is still holding. Great. You see that there are all these projectiles flying at it. Um, and there are like holes appearing in the barrier that are taking longer to kind of uh, seal. Occasionally an arrow will get through. Um, but you do see um, coming through the port key are your old friends, Cran and Durlin. Uh, yeah. You see uh, Cran looks like this little monster hunter, a bunch of daggers on her belt and two swords on her back. Uh, she's got scars across her face and long brown hair. And you see uh, Derlin's there and he's got like his man bun up and he's a real <laughs> he's a real fancy boy of the summer court. But you know that they had um, they were living in the Bear Prince's place. So they were in spring. Um, so you see uh, they walk up and Derlin goes, Scout Masters, it's a beautiful day to die, is it not? How's the hot tub? Uh, it's 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 good. I'd like to get back there in one piece if yeah, possible. Yeah, well, keep the D word out of your mouth and you will. All right. Derlin, keep the D word out of your mouth. <laughs> Very well, my love. I'll die with <laughs> you, What's Durland. the D word? Because I want to go in a hot tub. Oh, it's die. We, oh. we don't talk about dying. Oh, oh, no. Never say the D word. <laughs> uh, my name is Derlin, by the way. I'm, is, I'm Apple. It's so nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet I you. I like your many knives. Very rad. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, what's the plan here? I heard you're like the queen of the material plane now. Uh, that would be news to me. I'm merely borrowing the thinking cap for the time being and trying to lend my touch where I can. Sounds about right, Derlin. Moonshine. What do we do? <laughs> okay. Before I know what I can do, I need to try to go into my thinking cap again. Okay. Because I'd like to try to figure out what Mima and Lucanus are up to. And if possible, I think I'd like to make sure that Bev and Mav are okay. Um, they are not elves, so you cannot connect to them through the thinking cap. But can I see my stinky spores all over them? Um, go ahead and roll a um, wisdom save as you try to tap into the thinking cap. 18. 18. Um, you are able to sense that um, Cobb is still there. Ugh. All right, because he's yeah. an elf. Maybe I'll just say, Cobb, y'all okay? Did I send you the reinforcements? Well, with that an you 18, needed? would you like to um, oh. speak to Cobb, or you also get a read on? So, nah, if, it Co is... if Cobb is okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna check in on Mimon okay. Lucanus. You see, um, as you tap into the thinking cap and tap in your spore network, mm -hmm. um, you see that there are the spectral forms of elves all around you, and everyone is extremely nervous, so there's a lot of noise, like a lot of people's thoughts, um, okay. and everybody's rambling, everybody's very scared, but I you see. focus and you zero in on Mima and Lucanus, and you are dragged through this strange demiplane, and you find them um, amongst all of these orcs, these uh, gray spectral figures that are trying to get into the city. Mima and Lucanus are sneaking around. Mima, Papa, the other P A P A. <laughs> Mochan, what are you doing here? How, how are you? 
talking to me in my head. So it turns out I've been leaving my stinky spores on everyone. And <laughs> it's giving me sort of a. Are you using the Noah Theal right now, my daughter? <laughs> yeah, Dad, I am. In fact, I've been communing with with a uh, Diawana. He immediately begins sobbing. Okay, okay, I think you're trying to stealth right now. Maybe hold them in. Build up them walls Just like Hardwell cho- would say. Chokes them back. Thick. Hi. <laughs> Mima goes, I'm so glad you're all right. You guys defeated the Tarasque? Oh, yeah, that Tarasque is absolutely... It's just... It's... All right. Thank God. Because obviously we got a big problem here. Yeah. Um, your father and I, uh, we saw that there were a Ladrin that were coming through. It looks like they got quite a few elven troops in there now. You know, I may or may not have had something no, to do with that. No, you didn't. I'm, you know, I might have, I might have had my way with a rift in the sky. I might have set up a little <laughs> fade this way. You know, I Did you thwack the gash? Did you thwack the gash? You know, a lady gash. never tells. <laughs> right, right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the city's still completely surrounded. As you can see, uh, there are all of these chains that are stopping the city from being able to get away. They have the high ground. They have the city surrounded. So what me and your father were trying to do is a- get rid of them chains. Huh, should we have tried to get rid of the chains? <laughs> uh, you see, uh, Lucanus goes, I think if we were to try to get rid of the chains, it would just alert them to our location and we'd be pretty quickly dispensed. Okay. We were trying to find Akarat and cut the head off of the beast and we have mm. located him. And um, we were going to face him. It was a bit foolhardy with just the two of us, but perhaps uh, with your help, it wouldn't be so foolhardy. I got a couple of hardy fools for your <laughs> for your mission. <laughs> do you have? Oh, I was gonna say, do you have any way of getting you out of the city? I've been saving a seventh level spell. Why don't you save it some more, Excelsior? <laughs> uh, <laughs> He casts uh, teleport and appears uh, next to you guys within the city. Uh, oh. oh, oh, hello! Hey, so we weird spoke to see in our minds in the flesh. Hello, yeah, Lucanus. we are doing sort of a little bit of a network thing, sort of like an early World Wide Web. Good stuff. Hey, hey, Luke. <laughs> Is that what we're doing now? <laughs> Trying it on. We're calling it Luke. Okay. <laughs> You're just such That's, a Lucanus. It's, it's a, so weird. It's a big day. I'm not going to fight it. You know what? I'm not going to fight it today. <laughs> All right, can you get us to where? Okay, uh, Scromper, mm-hmm. hard one. <laughs> hey. How do y'all feel about cutting the head off this beast? Oh, Fuck yeah. Yeah. Hard one, I think you're the first person I ever saw decapitate someone, so. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if I can repeat that. Yeah. Honored to be fighting alongside you, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Apple. Nice to meet you, Luke. Oh, nice this is my dad. You. He's dirty. No, you know who your daddy is. I know, I know. You know my what? My name is Lucanus Artia. Er, earthier. Yes, my name is Luke Earthier. <laughs> Amazing. Ooh, I you love sound that name. like you run a smoothie shop. <laughs> Best good berries in all Bohemia. Uh, I'm going to say um, he, he took um, Mima with him as well. Okay. It wouldn't make sense for him to teleport by himself. So Mima um, arrives. Apple, good to see you again. How's the field? As it, bad as the creek, I'm sure. Oh, you know, it's always beautiful. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> taken over by Chosen at the moment. As well, is yes, the no, they are big milk drinkers. Yeah, so. they're probably draining them cows. <laughs> I don't blame them, but I do want to kill them. Yeah, <laughs> they give dairy a bad name. They I've do. Heard. Yeah, 
You see, as you guys gather around Lucanus and Meemaw, Cran and Durlin go and join the other fey folk, the Eladrin, in prepping to defend the city. Cooter joins them as well. A few green knights come through, but it's mostly Eladrin from the Spring Court, since that's where the rift between the two planes is. Uh, and Lucanus leans into you guys and goes, All right, if, if this is our team, I can teleport us. There's a tower that overlooks the city where I've been able to track Akarat to. I can't get us in, but I can get us to the base, and we can confront them from there. Do I see uh, Coldane? Um, yeah. Uh, sweet. Can I say goodbye to him? Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Hey, uh, your majesty, I'm going to peace out. Um, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to uh, say deuces, and uh, well, shit, it's been an honor. Uh, here, you can have this good berry. In case you need it. <laughs> now I only have one, guys. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking <one>. hilarious, man. <laughs> uh, he gives you um, a big hug and takes the berry from you, and he puts his hand on your shoulder, and he looks very serious, and he goes, you know, politically, it's usually uh, within the family that you pass on the crown, but really, true followers of Moradin... Hammer chooses next king. Now my... My current son is... I just hate his guts. He's just... <laughs> he's just a bad... He's a bad, rotten guy. Yeah, that happens sometimes with sons. And you remind me of Gerard. You know, I used to... I used to not be so fond of that guy at one point, but he's... He's a brave dude. Yes. I'm honored that I remind you of him. I am. Perhaps we start calling you Tall Prince. Uh, tell you what, man, I wouldn't fucking hate that. <laughs> uh, he brings you in for a hug. All right. Now, um, that's just between us. Hopefully I don't die during this fight. Uh, anyway, talk to you later. <laughs> Peace, man. <laughs> he just goes, uh, and he joins lines of elves and stuff. Look at this guy. It's made of fucking leaves, man. Um, <laughs> the frost dwarves The frost dwarves are freaking out at the Eladrin. <laughs> made of leaves? Just com- complete culture shock all right, all on right, both dwarf. sides. Hey, Browswind dwarves, maybe we'd be nice to the Eladrin, okay? <laughs> maybe we try on some leaves ourselves. All right, all right. Give me some of your leaves. I'll put it on. <laughs> Start making. What's that about, hard one, huh? You fixing to get your own crown? <laughs> hey, 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 no, I just like being called tall as all. <laughs> Everybody's finding their daddies today, I guess. <laughs> so Lucanus gathers you guys all together and goes, The shield won't hold forever, but hopefully the army can hold off the orcs long enough to give us time. For morale. I mean, a lot of a lot of these folk, I'm telling you what, I'm tapping into some negative energy, and a lot of these folk think that they are just on the other side of death's door right now, and I want people to know that they are not fighting to die. I think if you were to tell them that, it would make them feel a lot better. Um, yeah, um, Moonshine, you hear all of this chatter in your head um, using the thinking cap. I'm so bad at this shit. I lay down my wood block so much I can stand on it and get just a little bit taller. Oh. <laughs> I get a little bit taller. <clears throat> I put her on my shoulders. I get a lot taller. <clears throat> hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Listen up. Hey, y'all. 
My name's Moonshine Sabin. Sorry, this isn't one of those kind of events. Hi, oh, Moonshine. Oh, hi. You see all the critics say it at the same time. <laughs> well, I'm not much of a public speaker, more of a sort of behind the scenes kind of person. Anyway, I want to let y'all know, I know that y'all think that you are here to die an honorable death for a cause that you believe in, but that is not what is going to happen. We are going to make sure that what you are doing is not in vain. Uh, go ahead and make a uh, persuasion check with advantage. 16. 16. Uh, you see the uh, one frost door just yells out, This woman tore a fucking hole in the sky. That's true. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say, y'all, is that this fight is not on your shoulders. The heavy lifting is going to be down to us, and we are going to make it easy for you. That is all I'm saying, and I want you to go into this fight knowing that we have got your back. So get your mud boards. Climb them trees. <laughs> you see a bunch of elves uh, start putting their mud boards on. They do that really laborious uh, snowboard thing where they like sit down and they start clipping in. Um, and you see um, elves and um, frost dwarves um, look up at you, Moonshine. And there's just a chorus of kind of, I am Spartacus, but just like, no, I've got your back. Now I've got your back. Okay. I've got your back. You buy us time and we will buy you your lives. Would love to have my life. Well, you will. We got your back. We got your back. We got your back. We got your we back. Got your Going back. all through the city. Okay. Apple's drunk. I think. <laughs> Shut up. I'm just, you always carry a little flask with me and that's fine. It's been a long day. Get that this field woman, water. This woman rode a freaking dinosaur. That's right. Yeah. I deserve a little nip. <laughs> Your flask is bone dry. It's fine, everybody. <laughs> Balnor has a butt heavy. Uh, you guys are all pumped up with adrenaline and stuff. Erdan is actively holding the shield, so you guys are in a in a bit of a time crunch. I'll say you can do a short rest, but you can only use half your hit dice. Okay. So it's basically this is just you guys getting like pumped up, being like, "All right, we had a breather, getting back out on the field right now." In the meantime, uh, we're going to cut back over to Iron Deep. So. Mavris, Bev, Erlen, Egwene, Cobb, and Red follow Maz. Uh, you guys rush through the city. Uh, you see that the entirety of Iron Deep is built inside this massive cavern. Um, overhead, uh, you see various cart tracks and zip line systems that go through the city. It's all very fun stuff done very practically. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <Why? laughs> oh, we my could, gosh. We could learn a thing or two. Uh, can we say that we looked at your amulet? Or oh, for sure. You guys everyone definitely have, you have time. Gander. You have time cool. for a bonus action. Look at your amulet. Can we also cool. say that before we left that chamber, I maybe scooped up some of Gunther's hair just as like a potential uh, failsafe resurrection down oh, the road? Oh, sweet. Yeah. So as you, um, as Maz is like um, going to take you guys out, Red uh, looks at you as you're like looking through the goo, and he goes, "Hey, kid, what are you doing? Where we gotta go? I'm just." Trying to find some of something of Gunther. I have a, a we'll lot of powerful have friends. Gunther in our heart. No. Man. Oh, oh, you mean literally? Literally. You sick fuck. What you want is like arm or something? No. I have a lot of powerful friends, and I trust that maybe one day they'll be able to bring Gunther back. And even if not, I feel like you should have something of him, just like a little tuft of hair or something. Oh, do you you think hair will work? Because sometimes. <laughs> He used to get all knotted, and uh, and you see he pulls out this hairbrush that has. Oh, ain't that cute? He couldn't get between his shoulder blades. I I clap red on the shoulder. He might not 
come back exactly like the Gunther you knew, but he'll still be Gunther. So we have to try. If you would allow me to take a little piece of this and give it to my, my friend Moonshine, I think we could try to reincarnate him when the moment's right. I mean, that that would be fucking incredible. Here, man, take yeah, take, take all his hair. Cool. I start pulling hair out of the comb. <laughs> we we share a comb, so I'm going to oh. keep the comb because okay. we just have the one I'll comb. try to divide them. Yeah. Um, so I pull out the a, hair. I pull out a little Ziploc. <laughs> Sweet. Um, he gives you some of Gunther's hair. You guys have rushed out. You have gone through the city. Um, you guys arrive at Iron Deep Dwarfenage. You see a broken sign. It's like broken in half. So it just says uh, like Iron Finage. <laughs> um, you see that the it door. That. You see that the door. <laughs> Seems about right. To the old building um, has been broken down and that several of the windows are broken. You can also hear fighting throughout the city. Uh, you passed by some like hollow body dwargers that were fighting against Iron Deep knights and stuff, but it looks like they have a handle on it now that the Jubilix is dead. Um, but you get to the dwarfenage, and it looks like somebody um, has broken in here, but you don't hear anything going on inside. And you see Maz goes. Shit, shit, shit. I saw some Dwargers heading in this direction before, and now all the kids are gone. They might have taken them deeper into the mines. I can teleport us to a Dwarger camp that I know of, but are you guys ready for another fight? Uh, hey, man. We'll I do think, what we have to do. I think we gotta do it. Yeah, if someone has a potion I could pop, that'd be great, but we can do it. I think our buddy Hard One would have wanted us to save some Dwarvens. Yeah. Um, Mavris looks at the amulet and gets... Up to full. Yeah. Great. Um, these other guys uh, look at the amulet. Great. Um, Erlen gets a bunch of HP. Egwene and Cobb were pretty much at full. Red gets up to full. You see Maz um, goes and he um, puts one hand on Erlen, one hand on Bev. Looks Can around. I hop on his back. <laughs> <laughs> you hop on his back. Grab his beard. Hong Kong. Beep beep. Beep beep. Uh, that's what it was. <laughs> all right. Everybody ready to go? think so. All right. Um, Mavris, you see Maz <laughs> disappears with Erlen and Bev, and you crash onto the floor there. In the Dwarfenage, an orange ball starts glowing. Go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. What? Is Maz a bad guy? Oh, shit. 18. Mavris, you pass. What the hell are you doing, man? Maybe he's bringing no, them. Maz maybe is... he's bringing them to Akira. Akira loves teen boys. No, um, Maz no. is taking us on a chaperone date. It's, that's obviously what's happening. We're going to a roller coaster. It's I fine. think he's bringing you to Akira. Akira loves teen boys. Murph has so much dice back oh, there. Oh no! Seventy-five damage. Um, as you see, the dwarfenage. <laughs> explodes all of these stones and rocks fly out um clearly rigged with some kind of trap you guys all like are knocked prone you're blown back from this explosion and Egwene just scrambles to her feet and she goes where the f what the fuck happened where did they go i think maz is a fucking asshole. I think he's part of the bad guy too. <laughs> Look, I know the least about everything. <laughs> Did I, so 75 was half? 
Uh, no, no, no. 75 was total. So if you take half, you only took like 32. Oh, okay. So Cobb failed, so he looks super fucked up, but um, still alive. Red looks messed up because he doesn't have a lot of HP to start with, um, so he's not looking great. And Egwene looks like a little messed up, but right now she's just frazzled. Okay. okay. Uh, is, uh, can I make some kind of arcana check to see if I understand, like, if he was, or just like a, yeah, a go perception ahead. check or something to go, make sure if I he was lying or go something? Ahead and, go ahead and make an arcana check, yeah. Arcana Are you doing like a, like an arcana check to like remember every interaction with him or something Ooh. to see if uh, he's a bad guy? With him, uh, could I could I also make a like you know like is there anything that I can I made an eleven on an arcana check but okay. can I make any sort of like perception check? Perception basically or we insight? want yeah. basically we want like w- in the movie when all the flashbacks happen back <laughs> oh, to yeah. back and you yeah. realize yeah. the person so was a bad guy. <laughs> can, <I, laughs> can I put the pieces together? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said his name was Maz Bad Guy. <laughs> That's only a 13. Okay. Uh, Insight. So you know that in order to cast the teleport spell, it's not a banishment or anything. The person has to want to go with you. They have to agree to the teleport. So it seems like he lured you guys here, was hoping to, for some reason, teleport Bevan Erland somewhere and then get rid of the rest of you guys. But you guys are too strong to be killed (laughs) in one hit. This um, is unnecessarily optimistic, but maybe he's just like a private eye for Martha Togold and she just really wants Bev home. <laughs> or like a safe. couples counselor. She wanted just everyone like he knew to die. Time. <laughs> Again, uh, I think he's taking us to Six Flags. Wait, yeah, you're uh, you're 19. You told me earlier for some reason. <laughs> right, yeah. Maybe they want kids for some reason. So you think maybe the Dwargers are, he's part of the Dwargers or something? I don't know. I think he's part of, do you know who Akarat is? How much of this do you know? <laughs> as you guys as you guys are chatting, we're going to cut over to Bev. Bev. Okay. You appear in darkness. It does not look like you're near a door camp or anything. You don't uh, hear anyone at the moment. Maz? Erlen? Um, you hear somebody um, like 10 or 15 feet in front of you. You hear Erlen go, Bev? Bev, is that you? Erlen, is that, where, where are you? I hear your voice. You see Erlen. Did we tug on the beard too hard? You see Erlen holds his hands up. Um, you see he lights like a white flame in his hand. He's able to like light up his face and he goes, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if like the Dwargers have some kind of block, but this cave is really dark. Suddenly you see he's hit with this concussive force. Erlen. Um, the light goes out and um, you see he's like, He's pulled up. He's like yanked up to the ceiling and you hear a crash of metal. I pull out my sword. You pull out your sword, begins to glow white. You see torches start going up all around the room and you see the source of the spell that um, threw Erlen to the ceiling. You see Mazo Thule. You see he's now wearing a mask like the grave robbers that were working with Galad and the Chosen. Um, as the torches light all around you, you see that you are in the middle of a large circular stone room. You are surrounded on all sides by Chosen Knights, archers, and mages from the grave robbers. You see um, Maz just gives you a little smirk. Um, and a moment later, a figure pushes through the soldiers Theala with long golden hair glowing with radiant energy Um, you can see Erlen struggling 
up on the ceiling. You know what you're doing isn't right. You know it deep down. This isn't the way. How could this be? Look at him! Look what you're doing! What choice did I have, Beverly? I wanted to work with you. There's always a choice. There's always a better choice. You had a choice. You made your choice, Beverly Togold. Now you're going to help me, whether you want to or not. And that's where we'll end our session. Jesus! Oh, no. God damn it. My boys! So it's not Six Flags. (laughs) No, it's the worst place you could be. Oh, no. Oh, goodness. We should have sniffed Mass to see if he smelled like sour milk. We forgot uh, to we sniff, gotta sniff everyone. You got to remember to sniff yeah. more people. Sweet, guys. Um, follow us on uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-E-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing We yet. are... Fuck. <laughs> you Fuck. messed up. He right. got you. How many wow. episodes wow. have we done? You messed up. How many? Uh, so you can listen to listen to our short rest after show. We can theorize on um, what's going on with Bev here. Uh, then, um, guys, uh, Zach Oyama, what do you got to plug? Uh, I guess same as last time. We got we got uh, Dimension 20 on Twitch. And then I have my own Twitch at Zach Oyama. Right so. on. Uh, Apple, what do you got? Uh, yeah, Dimension 20, I'm also on, uh, watch Rick and Morty, more episodes coming out at some point, uh, unknown, and, you know, read a book. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> any book. book. Any book. I want to ask book? that you don't read <laughs> Oh, shit. Take that book, tear it up. <laughs> tear it up. <laughs> Go to the library, tear those books up. I'll play. Tell them Maverick sent you. I'll yeah. play a visual novel to appease you both. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, sweet, guys. Um, follow us on Twitter, at me at Caldies Caldwell, at Vorny Tom is Siobhan, at Axford is Emily. At Zach Oyama is Zach Oyama. And of course, at Jake Hurwitz is Jake Hurwitz. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We are, we are, youth of a nation. We are, we are. Hello, friends. Caldwell here. It is the end of our show, which means it's time to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Let's get right to it. Brad D, Dylan B, Danny P, Steelbreaker, and Spencer Cask Brew. Five chosen wizards who Theala has tasked with creating a conceal sour milk spell. Luckily, they've had little to no success. Beardman Dan, Adam R, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Alucard, and Michelle O. Antique collectors who each own one of Akarat's mini phylacteries. None have been tempted to use them, however, because it would greatly hurt the resale value of the gems. Haldor Frostback, Jordan DJ, Jeffrey S, Cutter W, and Andrew M. Five people who will betray the band of boobs at one point or another. We don't know when or how, but at some point in the future, Haldor, Jordan, Jeffrey, Cutter, and Andrew will all independently gain the boobs' trust, then attempt to thwart them at the most inconvenient time possible. Probably with poison. Truly brutal. Schubert the Mushroom, Elena C., Mixologist Michael McD., Balnor's Boy, and Maddie Big Crits. A squad of elite water nymphs that actually live in Durlin and Cran's jacuzzi. They agreed to fight for Bohemia if Durlin and Cran agreed to start washing their nasty hobbit feet before getting in the tub. 
Justin I, Jacob C, Elena M, Jostrich, and Dana G. A group of spring Eladrin scouts that are literal green teens. Legends say that their jamborines have never been canceled, and also that someone totally got a hand job at one a couple of years back. Amazing. Damiel R, Destin C, Jibe G, Earl and Kathleen L, and Crow of Omen. A family of orcs who had just installed solar panels on their home in Asmodia the day before Gladeholm teleported on top of it. Fortunately, Akarot offered to cover their electric bill if they joined his army. Maybe not the greatest trick the devil has ever pulled, but still super effective. Sergio Salazar, Solomon Zacharias de Sequani, Michael L, Trele the Crayfe, Jory S, and Michael KM, the dwarven architects who designed Iron Deep's minecart rail system. They even installed a special sign that says, Don't forget to duck, hard one surefoot, after the 30th time he cracked his head on a tunnel. Adam H, Ryan, Aaron G, Jake L, and Zach C, a group of green teens that Theala tried to kidnap instead of Bev, but they kept skipping and touching hands and talking about being in a bag so much that the Chosen said they were too annoying to keep around. Fair enough. Big Buck, Richard X Machina, Sam L, Troy McSee, and Gage M, a group of Gladeholm High Elves who were so mad to be teleported to Asmodia, they went into a rage and finally discovered the barbarians that were inside them all along. Congrats, y'all! Dom R, Josh S, Nicholas C, Austin C, and Kristen P, the brave warriors the Jubilix ate before they had the fight so that it was actually kind of full and ate less people. Truly a noble sacrifice. Mike H, Matthew E, Samuel B, and Okada. The gnomes who bravely defended Cobb, Yguain, Mavris, Bev, and Erlin from the Jubilix. Somehow Murph conveniently forgot to mention them. We're sick of your revisionist history, Murphy. Get it together. Aaron C, TJM the Gnome Barbarian, Trask the Traveler, and Robert F a group of cataclysm tourists who use teleport to take selfies with both the Tarrasque and the Jubilix. Dangerous, but thrilling. Anime Intellect, Zolo Dolo, Nick B, and Amberl T. The motivated citizens behind Trues, the coalition to reveal the truth about oozes and slimes. Sure, monsters like the Jubilix give them a bad name, but there's a lot of very charitable and gentle oozes out there too. Speak truth to ooze, you guys. Colton B, J, CC Lulu, Aiden RH, and Blitzbreed Dimitri, a team of giant spies. Stealth doesn't come naturally to them, but with the right lighting and a great role, you'd swear it was just a halfling breaking into your house and going through your stuff. I'm Hopeless, Timmy R, Alex M, Aaron Sully, and Eric G, a band of bards who travel the land singing songs of the legendary hero Mavris, a tiefling who beat Uzich and plagiarized a Tony Awards speech. Truly a hero and legend of our time. Lucas B, Jordan L, Talith X, Mateo C, and Pup Thoth, a group of Iron Deep Knights who were consumed by the Jubilix and kept Red company while he was in there. They all got a solid round of Uno in before they were unceremoniously destroyed by acid. Austin MR, Kaylee Elise, Barnesinator, and Mick Pucks, a crew of Frostwind comedy nerds who find the berry joke juvenile and unoriginal. They're currently punching up some fresh berry takes to submit to King Coldane by the end of the battle. Good luck with that, folks. 
Devin W, Shinoa B, Jared E, Persephone, and Eric McD. The dwarfins who helped rig the explosion that almost killed Mavris. They had no idea they were part of an evil plot, they just really wanted to blow up that dwarfinage and decided to go along with it. Reese NS, Eric and Andrea B, Charo Arcadius, and Jay Parker, a bunch of Eladrin who don't know how to read, so they never saw the Fae This Way sign. They've just been running full speed at random trees and hoping for the best. Steven C, Maxwell C, Mike K, Omri M, and Callum L, an elite squad of orcs who are brutal at razzing. These orcs love to rib each other and take no prisoners with their goofs. They do, however, take prisoners with their swords so that they can torture them for information. Smart. Scott D, No Thor the Prodigy Ranger, Mikonji, and Dan, the mixologist who crafted Egwene's potions that she's currently using to blow up enemies. They have really opened themselves up to some lawsuits, and Papa is taking notes. Richard C, Karen T, Curtis S, Michael C, and BJL, Aladrin of the Feywild who have officially decided that they are moving into the Gladeholm water park. It's the most impressive body of water they've seen since the Bear Prince's hot tub. Can't blame them. Nikki W, Andrew B, Christopher B, Barris and Ken of the Wizard's Tower, and Nicholas P, a group of Frostwind Dwarfins who scared away an undead giant by pantsing him, tabletopping him, and finally just relentlessly teasing him until he ran back into the tundra. Merciless, I love it. Kevin M, Angel B, Rahul N, I Am The Atlas, Mary Bell the Kitty Morphing Gnome, and Esme M, Kinku Monks with a street show. These noble folks earn about 20 gold a weekend breaking stuff with their beaks on the Hill Home Boardwalk. Mama Togold is their number one fan. And why wouldn't she be? That sounds delightful. Yin's Christian T, Joe McGee, Meta Amphs, Atticus C, Tom S, and Casimir the All-Knowing. Some super sturdy dwarfs who got sucked into the Jubilix but couldn't be disintegrated. They actually opted to stay because they thought it was so funny to pretend to be frozen like they were stuck in a jello mold. Dwarf humor is weird. Luke H, Kelvin Noodles, Grace G, P Diddy985, and Lance. A family of skeletal mice that Erden's cat chases all around Gladeholm. Their hilarious hijinks is an inspiration and an escape to us all during this bleak period filled with war and death. <sighs> and that is all the shoutouts we have. Thank you all so, so much for listening and supporting our show. We love you all, and we will see you next week. Farewell. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>